you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We're going to talk about last night's Raw here in just a moment and a little bit of some wrestling news. But first... I wanted to mention later on today, we've got actually, I want to mention a couple things. Number one, we've got Friendo Club TV coming up uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, that's, of course, exclusive Friendo Club TV uh, members. You can get there at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. $5 a month gets you three bonus episodes a week, two in the audio realm as well. One of them is just us playing GTA, which is a lot of fun. It's a great time to hang out. Just play oh, some great. GTA. Uh, and uh, but today, uh, Friendo Club TV, we're just gonna be talking about uh, uh the different uh things that uh, we're looking forward to in 2022 here at Going in Raw on our channel. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, get that. And then, of course, uh, one of the added bonuses of uh, uh doing the Patreon as well is that you get the show in the audio realm ad free. You can import your RSS feed to any podcast app that allows you to do that, including the bonus episodes. Uh, you get those as well. So here at Going and Raw, we've been blessed with tons of awesome advertisements from our wonderful sponsors. But we also understand it's not for everybody. If you don't want that stuff, then you can get it ad-free. You can get all that stuff out, and it still helps 
uh, 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 you know, support going in raw. So if you want to do that, it's there to do that. Uh, so yeah, anything I miss? No, I think that's it. That's pretty much it. All right, cool. Also, oh, uh, tonight NXT 2.0. Uh, me and the Enforcer are going to be over at twitch.tv forward slash mfsteve here doing a live watch along. Uh, so go follow that channel if you haven't already. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to mention. If you do a search on YouTube for Friendo Club TV, mm. we got a new clips. Well, it's actually kind of an old channel, but we just were going to make it public now. Uh, uh, it's going to be in, be like a clips channel. We've got yes. a chunk of us from a pre-show the other day when we talk about uh, why we're not particularly interested in going back to an office situation or yes. us being in the same room doing this. Uh, it's a whole conversation we had. So go check out Friendo Club TV. Uh, it's going to be clips, you know, little conversations we have here and there, little, uh, uh, you know, slices from the past, maybe. Yeah. Et cetera. Maybe we'll do some new stuff. I don't know what we're going to do over there. It's just it's sort of there. Go sub to it. Yeah, sure. Go get a, a link. I'll, I'll put a link in, to, in the description. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Let's talk news now. So, yeah. uh, following this weekend's NXT War Games, do you want to say it like Regal, Steve? War Games! Thank you. Uh, Shawn Michaels was interviewed by TV Insider, and he spoke about how his role in NXT has grown and also how involved Vince has been in NXT mm-hmm. 2.0. This is what the Heartbreak Kid had to say. Quote, I started out doing two hours a day, three days a week. Now I'm doing it about 23 hours a day, seven days a week. People out there thinking it's all Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard type of production. They just are the ones who gave us the direction of what it, of what it is they wanted from NXT going into the future. It's still all the team Hunter, it's Triple H of course, put in place doing it here. I love learning and growing in the different aspects of WWE, but I have a greater appreciation for everything he took on. I now understand how you cannot return a text when you get it. I've never had so many emails, learning computer stuff, things I swore I'd never want to do, but have since learned to do that. It has been a blast to be able to step in for my friend is my honor to do. That is a, that's very interesting. It's sort of something I think both of us had had suspicions about that. Vince and Bruce sort of went, set it up. This is what Mm -hmm. we, this is what we want to better facilitate talent that we can do a lot more with on main roster. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is what we're looking for. Aesthetically, let's change things up a little bit. Bright colors everywhere. Too bright. Yeah, much if you think bright. you're doing it bright enough, you're wrong. We want mm-hmm. it even brighter than mm-hmm. that. You should be like every show should leave at least some burn in on people's TV. It needs to right. be that bright. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. You know? uh, what is very interesting, though, is that, you know, Triple H had his cardiac event is what they refer to it as some heart issues, uh, uh, you know, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. right around the time of the re of the of the rebrand. Yeah. And uh, since then, it does seem like uh, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, is the guy, uh, you know, running the show. I'm sure there's probably a collaborative aspect, but I would imagine, I would just think that there's only so much you can do from home texting somebody. I would think that a lot of what we see in 2.0 is a result of the work of the Heartbreak Kid of of Shawn Michaels. I would would imagine, you know, I mean, he doesn't say that he's been hands-on on virtually every aspect, but when he says, you know, for him, it's been a 23-hour day, I'm sure he's exaggerating somewhat. Um, you know, an all-encompassing position now he's in in NXT. You got to think. Well, then he must have some role in calling the shots, more or less. It's um, probably a sixteen-hour day. Like legitimately, it's probably oh yeah. 
he wakes up and he deals with that stuff until he goes to bed. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. that, that wouldn't shock me at all. If that was the case, not at all. Um, but I, I could also understand, especially if you have an opportunity, I know like, you know, obviously he's best friends with, with triple H and it Mm -hmm. respects the position that he's in. But given that right when this rebrand happened, triple H goes down you find yourself in a position it's like man creatively speaking i have kind of a, a i have a directive but a blank canvas in front of me you know and i wonder if it's that's part of the the exhilarating aspect of this experience would be i can help mold i now he has the opportunity same as triple h had his opportunity with 1.0 now Shawn michaels has his opportunity within a certain framework to yeah. to exert his influence in a, in a pretty major way, and that's got to be pretty exciting for the yeah. Guys. And I th- I, th- I, don't, I don't think that's something that's a new thing. Starting with 2.0, that's something mm, that he's yeah. been building to seemingly since he came over and joined Triple H, working in NXT. I remember watching the uh, the A and E biography on Shawn Michaels, and that was kind of the the framing devices. Is you know they touched on his own issues, mm-hmm. especially in the first part of his career prior to his retirement. And they kind of loop back around to how he's helping this generation of wrestlers. Uh, you know, it's kind of a framing device for his overall story arc. And mm-hmm. you see him and, and Triple H back there in, in NXT's gorilla position doing mm-hmm. a show. And he's into what's going on. Like, he, I'm sure he's aware of, of, of the story beats, of how the mm-hmm. matches are laid out to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's there watching it almost like a fan. Yeah, There's sure. a rough spot. Yeah. He gets nervous. Something yeah. really cool happened. He marks out, you know, yeah. and yeah. you see the passion he has for the NXT product. Um, and and I'm sure working with Triple H, he has a very good sense of of, of what Triple H likes and doesn't, you know. Yeah. Well, everything and not we've to say heard that he about, hasn't put his own yeah. kind of stamp on NXT yeah. 2.0. I'm sure Shawn Michaels has his own ideas that that uh you know he he does as well. But I'm sure he also has a very clear idea or a very good idea of what Triple H would want you know and, and yeah no yeah absolutely i mean dude you you and i have heard both about you know whenever they've talked about triple h it was the you know he was the guy who would drive and they would in the click would all just talk about wrestling endlessly you know and so i think that they both have especially given how influential Shawn michaels is to wrestling you know like we've often said his generation's favorite wrestler is rick flair well this generation's favorite wrestler is, is Shawn michaels mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it, it given that so many of the wrestlers that Triple H sort of, you know, uh, picked up off the indie ranks, his best friend was their favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like he was picking up Triple H guys. He was picking up Shawn Michaels guys yeah. and gals. Yeah. And, uh, and now WWE and Vince wants a different kind of wrestler. Um, but, you know, that is kind of it's kind of funny because you do see guys like uh, Carmelo Hayes in prominent positions. And he's a very much a, a Shawn Michaels type of wrestler. Yes. And he's even said, I see a lot uh, of, of, of this guy in me or the other way around. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. And it's, it's, I guess it's probably fortuitous for, for triple H that he's got his best friend. there, able to be hands-on every day, executing the vision that they both see as, as, as wrestling, you know, again, within the context of what Vince McMahon had sort of mm-hmm. asked for, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, just in- interesting. I-, I love. I always love hearing about process. You know, same, same, totally, totally. Uh, it does. Let's... It does. Just this last point. It does also. For me, it it gives NXT 2.0 a bit more of the benefit of the doubt, 
knowing that Shawn Michaels is so involved in it. You know, it, it's sort of uh, we all have our preconceived notions about stuff. And and if this was like if, if I thought or if I knew that Johnny Ace was in charge backstage, I probably wouldn't give it much of the benefit of the doubt, you know? Yeah. yeah. But knowing that knowing that this guy who's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is back there executing his credit. It's like, okay, that, that piques my interest. That that makes me interested. It's no different than if you're gonna if you're interested in a movie, well, who directed it? Well, he's got exactly. a shitty record as opposed to if I'm gonna go to like see licorice pizza, it's like, okay, well, I know, man, I'm really looking forward to that because I know the director and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I'm a fan of their work, totally. Yeah, totally. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right, you want to talk raw? Yeah, man, let's talk raw. I thought besides it feeling long, it was pretty good. I thought like in terms of what we've gotten a lot recently from raw there, it's been, it's been a lot more hit or miss lately, as opposed to 18 month, like the, that 12 month stretch of it just being miss all the time. Yeah. Um, I thought if last night was, if the quality of last night was weekly, yeah, and that was the norm. Yeah, yeah. If that was the norm, Raw would be pretty damn. It would be. It would be. Hey, I'll tune into this. I got no problem yeah. with this. This is yeah. it. I'll be honest with you. Last night, Raw actually felt like the A show, and that's the first time I have felt that way about Raw in a very long time. Yeah. And the main. The main thing is. Let me get this point in here. The main thing about it was that main event. They build throughout the show as feeling like a big, big deal. They had that tremendous Liv Morgan video package right before they, you know, uh, they really made it feel big. They did. And I love that about it. I love that about it. Yeah. And it, 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 you know, in theory, it doesn't seem like that would be that difficult to do. You have a major match, you have. Uh, a huge opportunity for, in this case, Liv Morgan, uh, a talent, to show that they belong in the main event. You build that moment to make it seem like it's it's huge and substantial because it is. And you, you'd think, hey, this is something they could do on a fairly regular basis. Why they don't, I don't know. Um, but I'm excited they did because, yeah, by and large, Raw was pretty solid last night. They focused on in-ring action for the most part, did talking bits when they had to. Even Ms. TV, it was a bit long, but I didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome. Hey, man, no. You know why? It's because Miz is invested. Or maybe it's they've given him something to really get invested in. I yeah. thought the interaction between him and Edge was fucking good. Yeah. I thought when Edge said, no, I, if you, he says, you don't remember this, but I pulled you aside back then and said, you have something, and you brushed me off. And when he said, you don't remember that, they cut to Miz, 
And Miz had that look on his face like, I kind of don't remember that, but I'm kind of intrigued with what you're telling me right now mm-hmm. because it's a good counterpoint. I thought his performance was great. I, if yeah. Miz TV was like that all the time, I wouldn't consider it a bathroom break segment. I know. I know. Uh, like the, the cage match between Big E and Kevin Owens was really good. Oh, man, it was good. Yeah, The finish was great. Um, yeah. uh, and the aftermath with Lashley coming in and yeah. inserting himself yeah. into the picture was awesome because day one's going to be a four-way now. You'd think so, that's, yes. That shit's got to happen. There's still about three weeks left. Yeah, you'd think that's got to happen. You would think that's going to turn into a four-way, which who the hell knows what's going to happen. And I like also that for the past couple of weeks, they've run those Bobby Lashley vignettes, sort of portraying him the more human side of him. They're not changing him. He's coming in there and wrecking people still, exactly. and I love that too because same. it's the same badass monster but guess what? He's a human being, and we saw that with these video packages. A smart mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a smart move. Um, it's a it's a small tournament. We got a tournament, the RK Bronament, to determine new number of contenders for the for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Um, it, I know, historically speaking, Vince isn't a huge fan of tournaments. I'm just happy we're getting one. Even oh, though absolutely. it's going to be the course yeah. of a couple of weeks. Fine. Yeah, tournaments yeah. are great. Love them. It motivates. It motivates a, a title I match. Know. It, it you know it's they're, they're finally I hope seemingly over this lazy thing. Well, well, we want a new contender, have a championship contender match. Yeah, you know, and pff, half the time, even then, you win that match, you don't get a title shot. You know, so find more interesting mm-hmm. ways to get number one contenders tournaments. I'm really into it. So like, if I had to pinpoint a couple things that didn't quite click for me. This Austin Theory Vince stuff is awkward as all all hell. They don't have much chemistry. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, I, I, as I said last week, I'm still not sure what Theory is going to get out of it if this continues to be the deal. Now, if Johnny Gargano shows up on Raw mm-hmm. in a couple weeks and says, "Austin, hey, it's me. Come on, um, uh, uh, you know, hey, let's let's get the way back together." And then Austin mm-hmm. has this thing where he's kind of getting pulled back and forth uh, between Vince and and Gargano. That could be something. I'm pessimistic that's going to happen, but uh, we'll wait and see. Who knows? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that also. Um, it, it was it was a really awkward segment. Uh, it was weird. I, I know Vince wants to be... <sighs> On the bright side, I do think of this as a good thing for Austin Theory um, because when Vince likes you this much to come out of hiding, be on TV for you, I think that this dude really likes Austin Theory, really, really likes him. And he's putting him in a thing with Finn Balor who might end up being jobber to the stars at this point. Which it sucks seems like he's uh, the new Dolph Ziggler potentially. Oh, I didn't want to say that, but that's what I was thinking, yeah. Um, I even really appreciate that Damian Priest and Bobby Roode had a lengthy match. It was a good match. It was a really good match. And guess what? We didn't get that stupid stuff for Damian Priest all of a sudden. I thought for sure Dolph's super kick at the end, we were going to get like some sort of weird hulking out of Damian mm-hmm. Priest. But instead, mm-hmm. he looked like he was pissed off. He looked like he was disrespected, but they didn't do the cheesy thing where it's like, oh, yeah. my goodness, look at this. I mean, clearly we're going to get a feud or next week we're going to have a match between these two and maybe it'll happen then. 
but uh, I do appreciate that for one week we got a respite. Yeah. Um, from from that from that goofiness. So all in all, I thought Raw was damn watchable. I week. got one little small quibble, and it's a really silly thing. Do you notice that on the lower thirds they changed the font to like Arial? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did. There, you they have some. I don't know if that's like a. You know, sometimes design, like I, I, sometimes like the design world, just likes to go simple, and that's what I thought. I was like, oh my god, that's like the most basic shit you could possibly I mean, use. It's basically, default font, you know. Yeah, but I was like, maybe that's just how where the design world is headed in this moment, or TV design. I don't know. It looks stupid. Like I was like, that's really basic. Yeah. But uh, but a design philosophy sometimes can be kind of goofy. I don't know why that. I, I, I still remember that uh, when Charlotte Charlotte's original uh, Tron package just had her name in like I like literally a default font. Yeah, it looked like uh, like some sort of computer. Like you know, it was just whatever. Well, pops a lot of up. those those early uh, NXT and, and and some of the main roster. Remember, Braun was just you know like some some uh, eroded uh, mm-hmm. typeface that would just do this. It would just have an earthquake filter on it. Yeah. Yeah. Not even earthquake filter, which just it just kind of moved. Or who can forget yeah. when it when when Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins were a tag team? It was their individual logos that were just going across each other like this. <laughs> it's like they don't even try. I mean, when Raw is good, it feels like the biggest wrestling show on TV. It you know, it it feels big and it feels like wonderfully produced and. Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's probably still piped in crowd noise. I don't know. But if they did it yeah. last night, like I thought, because I watched it on my big screen and like it it wasn't overly like that. I thought the crowd seemed to be pretty much into it. You know, whenever when, for example, when Miz was like, hey, do you want to see us fight right now? And the crowd, they showed the crowd and the crowd was into it. They were like started doing the yes chant and they were like mm-hmm. moving about and stuff. I was like, oh, cool. The crowd's actually they're not just piping. It's not just a bunch of people doing this. And yeah, you're right. like you're, you're hearing yeah, or they're doing. Yeah, exactly. They're doing this. They're on their phones or whatever. You know, yeah. and and you mentioned this earlier that how the main event had the feel of a huge fight, and you know, I I understand on a weekly basis it might be difficult to have every main event segment feel like an event, mm-hmm. like something that you need to watch. Yeah, but the rarity with which they book the main event to feel that way mm-hmm. is a bit of a bummer because when they do it. It's great. Maybe it's a situation where, well, if you do that every other week, then it, it lessens the impact of something huge happening. I guess you know that's an argument one can make. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you could generate that feeling on a more regular basis and people are like, oh, I need to watch this because something yeah. huge could happen here. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, 
You can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Well, no, dude, they have, you know, they've got, you know, the world title, the 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 U.S. title. They have, like, any number of titles where you can have and then you have grudge match main events, you know? Every week should be a big deal with mm-hmm. whatever your main event is. I, I am actually a much bigger fan of them setting up the main event one week and playing out the next week as opposed to you get your main event happen because of something that opens, yeah. you know, the show. Yeah, I and then I, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I'd rather... Yeah, I'm not either. You know, I'd rather you, you set up for it and you make a big deal about it. Like that, that Liv Morgan stuff, man, they really made her out to be... A big, big star. I guess that's something we could talk about before we dive into the actual recap. Yes. Of course, Liv Morgan lost because Becky Lynch. It was a really good match. Uh, uh, she lost because, once again, Becky held onto the ropes during a, a roll-up and uh, and got the win that way. Where do you see this going forward for Liv Morgan? In terms of how they've built her up to this point, um, I've seen some people suggest uh, uh, on social media Charlotte would be a great uh, fit for her over on SmackDown. If they wanted to continue a push for Liv Morgan, it seems like the crowd is behind her. Bianca's got to be the person to take out Becky in the main event of WrestleMania yeah. next year on yeah. night one or not or night two. It's probably going to be uh, Roman on yeah, night two, yeah. but yeah, but certainly yeah. night one. So that's like two horsewomen, you know, on 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 consecutive manias that she's that she's toppled. Yeah. Um. What about Liv Morgan? Where does she go from here? Well, the Bianca point, yes, yeah, that has to be. The match. I feel like for Bianca. Otherwise, if if she never gets a chance to beat Becky, then the decision at SummerSlam is all the more baffling. You know, it, it really is. That that would make zero sense. It would be yeah. all for nothing. Bianca. They have to go all in, all in on Bianca. She's mm-hmm. already beat. Let's see. She's beat Bailey. She's beat Sasha. She's uh right. She's beat both. Yeah. Of them yeah, yeah. 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 She's beat both of them. She beat. Charlotte by DQ, I think. She does need, I would say, that would be next on the agenda, would be Charlotte in a big money mania SummerSlam match or whatever, but Charlotte yeah, yeah. would have to be sort of next on that list. Yeah, after after she beats Becky, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. for Liv, you know, this, this felt like an opportunity for Liv to show the fans and also, I think, you know, uh, executives, creative and WB, that she belongs in, in the main event scene. Um, yeah, and I think over the last three weeks, she's proven that she could she could uh, handle mm-hmm. that role and handle it fairly yeah. well. I thought her promise work the last two weeks was really good. I mm-hmm. thought the match last night was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and if this is kind of her audition to be elevated up to the next level in the women's division, then I think in, in that respect she passed with flying colors. They have to like what they see, right? Exactly. I mean, Vince has and, to look at this and, and be like, oh, people are behind her. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. People are behind her. So now, as far as what's next, 
I don't know if there's an obvious. It would seem Sasha and Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's title would be the match for Mania. Mm-hmm. But if they want to do something where. I mean, I don't know how they would motivate it almost because, say, Liv wins the Rumble. Just mm-hmm. You'd think, okay, well, she'd want to go after Becky again. That would make the most mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. But they kind of have to do Bianca Becky. So if, if Liv were to win the Rumble, how would you motivate her saying, all right, I'm going to go after Charlotte rather than I'm going to go after Becky again, you know? Yeah, no, no, I, I get that. I know. I, I, I think that, yeah. I mean, Sasha Charlotte kind of writes itself. Um, Bianca, I, I think Bianca's got to win that rumble. I mean, still, it's funny because even, even I, by the way, Bianca and Dewdrop had a hell of that a, was match. a fun match. That was really you good. Just take away that finish. That was a hell of a match. And I love that they teased Bianca hitting the KOD on her and yeah. they obviously didn't deliver because they're going to do it next yeah, time. I did, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind the finish because it's advancing the story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I don't mind well, that. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind the um, finish at all. But I'm saying, you know, in terms of like, an actual full-on affair mm-hmm. match, you know. It's like once once Bianca hits that KOD on on Dewdrop, feud over. That's gonna man feud over, yeah. and that crowd is gonna go nuts for that. That's a that's a big big moment. But you're just building up Bianca in, in, in decent feuds until she gets. I think she's probably gonna end up winning the Rumble. Sasha and Charlotte writes itself. There's your yeah. two Mania matches. In the meantime, I mean, man, if WWE had a mid card for for women. I mean, how would you not? I mean, that would be lives for the taking. I would think. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish they would either do something. They don't do anything. I know Zelina and Carmella. I both really, really like, and I think the women's tag titles are great. But there's no division there. I know. Um, and it's really just being motivated. They're just motivating a thing now with with sort of Nikki on her own. Um, I, I wish that there was a women's mid card title because I think that'd be great for hell, even two, one for each brand. Yeah, I know. Um, I know because you could probably they would probably just find more motivation to to use the women in you know better stories if yeah. they had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. yeah, in terms of short term, I don't know where this. You know, maybe I mean, maybe she'll have a, she'll have a rematch, right? And then Becky will just win clean. <sighs> Live and Becky, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You'd you'd expect there to be a rematch as far as Becky winning clean. I guess she could bend the rules in some other way to get the win. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after two losses, um, you know, she can say, Liv, well, what grounds do you have to demand another match? I already beat you twice. Yeah. Yeah. And then they be, can go yeah. on the story, you know, if they take their time with it with Liv, say maybe after Becky drops the belt to Bianca, then Liv gets her win over Becky and that's what really catapults her to the next level. Put him in a steel cage. That's what you should do. Put him in a steel cage at day one. Okay. And then, I mean, because the steel steel cage is perfect for a heel win. You know, it's like yeah. you can. There's any number of ways you can win. It's not really cheating because it's like no DQ or whatever. And and no one, and conceivably, no one gets pinned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just stroll out. Anyways, uh, speaking of steel cages, that's how Raw started out last night. Although they preceded that with a couple of promos. First, Seth talking about how he can't wait to see Biggie and KO tear each other apart. What what's that look on your face? How cool would it have been if the show just started with them lowering the cage? I know. No, no, I know. I, Dude, I thought it'd be... I love, and it never happens, I love when they fade in and the bell rings. 
Yeah. They so rarely do it, but every once in a while you fade in and the bell just rings and they just go at it. That's how you start a roll. You start the show and the and you don't have commentary says nothing. You just lower the cage with that dun 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 music yeah, and the right, crowd realize, yeah. oh shit, we're getting the cage match to start the show. That's awesome. Yeah. I know. I know. But you got these promos in here. Seth uh, talks about how he can't wait to see these two tear each other apart in a steel cage. He's going to win at day one. Big E has a promo, says he's been through hell and back to get his title, and tonight is no different. They're in a steel cage. There's no easy way out, nor sh- no shortcut. Tonight I'm going to punish you, and Kevin Steen says Big E's been calling me a liar. But he's a liar because he said it was his WWE title. It's my title. Big E's just holding it for him until day one. But the truth is I'm going to punish Big E, and that – is no lie. So we have his, I love that that's his sort of his out the door catchphrase. That's yeah. no lie. That's no lie. And then we had, <laughs> yes, the cage match, Biggie versus Kevin Owens. Uh, physical, hard hitting. Uh, Biggie missing that, that apron spear he usually does and basically almost hitting like the, the, the support bar of the cage. That looked like it sucked. Um, mm-hmm. Our first kind of like major story beat is Owens has Big E and a Boston Crab, and Big E is crawling towards the door. And Owens is, like, really struggling to keep him inside the cage. He's, like, grabbing him by his singlet, almost, like, trying to choke him out to keep him in. Mm-hmm. Seth runs down, slams Big E's head to the door. Um, and I think Raw rolls on after that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, shortly thereafter, we come back. Uh, Kevin Owens escapes a big ending. He looks for a stunner. Biggie escapes that. Kevin Owens hits a pop-up powerbomb, gets a two. Um, early on, I, I want to point out, Kevin Owens was doing everything he could to try to get out of that cage as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. would hit a couple moves, try to climb out, hit a couple moves, go for the door. Yeah, um, that's logic. it's logical right there. In a, ca- yeah. in a steel cage... I don't know. I guess if you're if you're a competitor, there is an element of, well, I want to beat this guy up, not necessarily just win. I want to also like hurt the person mm-hmm. because like, you know, if you're you should take a little bit of pride in the fight that you're having. I just mm-hmm. run out of the cage. Hey, mm-hmm. I beat you. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, it's kind of funny. The object is to win. You just yeah, yeah, yeah. Run, to, um, run to the door. So at one point, Kevin Owens is climbing up the cage. He has one leg over the top and Big E climbs up, pulls him back inside the cage. They're both on the top rope kind of. Uh, Big E's hitting a bunch of elbows. Hits a super big ending. And then Big E is crawling towards the cage door. He's selling the match really well. And Kevin Owens leaps and grabs Big E by his ankle. And then Mm -hmm. uh, Big E boots him off and then gets out through the door. And he barely has time to stand up before Seth is on him. He's attacking him from behind. Um, They raise the cage. Seth gets in the ring, starts beating up Kevin Owens. He's looking for a stomp on him. Big E, though, intercepts, hits the belly-to-belly on Seth, and then hits Kevin Owens with another big ending. Yep. Yep. And then we go to commercial. Uh, we come back, and everybody's laid out. And everybody's laid out, and that's it's, uh, uh they show replay during the commercial, Lashley hitting Big E with a spear, and then he hits a flatliner on Kevin Owens, a dominator on Seth, and then he hits Big E with a nasty spine buster. So yeah. uh, we get to hear from him a little bit later on in the show. But, yes. yeah, it seems kind of clear that they're going to just – they're going to stick him in that day. I'm going to just, just put him in that day one match. Yeah. 
Man, how do you see that? How do you see that the, the day one match playing out? I mean, are they going to take that title off Big Ears? Everybody else cancel each other out. I'll say this: if you want to 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 really really legitimize Big E as champ, you haven't beat the three top guys on Raw. Yeah, yeah. You know, Big E Big E stacks them all. Yeah. Well, I mean, that'd be ideal, but I don't think that's going to happen. Or are they just doing this to get that title off him and try to protect him? I mean, they could do something, do this match, have Big E win, and then Seth can complain, well, I didn't get my one-on-one match. Yeah, that's true. Have yeah. that, the Rumble, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, although, yeah, no, that'll probably happen. Because Brock's mm-hmm. winning the Rumble. I could see that happening. Yeah. Brock's winning the Rumble. Yeah, Brock's yeah, Brock's winning the Rumble. I mean, I guess happening. unless, also, with one caveat, unless he somehow wins at day one, Brock's winning the Rumble. Yeah, there's a lot up in the air at day one, honestly. Like there's there's a lot of un- which I love. I love this. It's it's it, that's going to be a fairly unpredictable pay per view. Could be, could be. Uh, after that, Zelina and Carmella come out because Zelina's got a match with Nikki Ash. Uh, Zelina's on the mic, talks a lot of shit about Nikki. And, uh, and how Nikki is going to be driven into the depths of despair, a.k.a. Memphis, because that's where they are, they're at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I, I just love, I know for some reason people are not into this, but her diving in and out of her accent just kills me. Yeah. It cracks me up. It makes me laugh so much. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so to finish this, uh, the ref uh, catching Zelina trying to pin uh, Nikki with her feet on the rope, so Nikki was able to turn the tables a bit after that. Uh, however, she misses a top rope crossbody and Zelina hits her with code red for the win. Pretty clean too. Like, yeah. you know, that's there's no shenanigans there. Nikki's having that crisis of confidence stuff. But hopefully, it seems like they're they are going somewhere with it because Nikki is like overly, you know, down in the dumps about mm-hmm. all this. We saw that mm-hmm. later with the Lawler stuff. Uh backstage Riddle and Orton are chatting. Riddle wants uh Oh, by the way, at some point during this show, we got yet another uh Veer is coming to Raw. Yeah thing which is at this point like this week especially i saw endless jokes on twitter about how long it's taken for this dude to get there it's kind of funny anyways uh riddle and ordner backstage uh chatting it up uh riddle wants orton to wear the tan blazer um and orton's like no i i left it at home i'm not wearing that thing and they get an interview Riddle says they came up with it he says yeah man we were talking about the best holiday movies and together we came up with the RK Broneman tag team tournament. And Orton's like, dude, I had nothing to do with this. You were just standing there, and all of a sudden you said how Home Alone uh, changed your life. And Riddle's like, I told you that in confidence. And uh, so anyways, Riddle's like, tonight we're going to be the host of this thing. And Orton's like, I never agreed to this. And Riddle's like, I knew you'd be into it. So here I got you another blazer. And so uh, Orton's like, do you think the people of Memphis want to see me? I mean, it's just total babyface stuff. I think the people of Memphis want to see me wear this blazer. And, of course, they all pop big. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> he puts it on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then uh, Rhea and Nikki are backstage. Nikki's very upset about losing. Rhea's like, hey, don't worry about it. You'll get her next time, you know. Mm-hmm. And then a fan walks in and then says, can I have your autograph? Yeah. And, and then Nikki's like, yeah, sure. Like her spirits. Are 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 you know instantly improve seemingly, and she's like, "Oh, not from you, from him." And we cut over and there's Jerry Lawler. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, you can have my autograph." I mean, he's a legend in Memphis. You know, yeah. it's kind of normal. Yeah. I just wonder, like, it's funny in the universe of WWE. I uh, like the, the eye contact is sort of a nebulous affair. 
somebody comes up to somebody and they say, hey, can I have your autograph? But they're not actually looking at you. They're looking at somebody past you. You wouldn't notice that they wouldn't be giving you eye contact. I That's will weird. say this. Nikki did have her head down. Oh, yeah. So I think she, she should never it. assume. Yeah. Okay. But then if you're walking, don't you see Jerry Lawler 10 feet away from you? Well, that one thing that has been well established in WB is no one has any sort of peripheral vision there. <laughs> right. It's terrible. They all got blinders on. Yeah. Well, those are yeah, the things the horses wear. Yeah. They just see uh, straight. Um, and so Jerry signs the, the autograph for the fan and then tells Nikki, hey, that was a tough loss and says, can I offer you an autograph to cheer you up? Again, he is Jerry Lawler. He's a he's that probably is something that will cheer many people up. Not me necessarily. Not I. No. But other people. Hey, he's a hell of an artist. If he was like, "Hey, you want me to draw you and Larson and Sid?" I'd probably take him up on that because the dude is a hell of an artist. He is a good artist. You know. Uh, after that, uh, we had round in round one of the uh, Bronament uh, action. AJ Styles and Amos versus the Street Profits. Uh, in this situation, it was great because uh, 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 Riddle was on commentary. Orton was technically on commentary; he didn't really say anything. No, um, Amos ended up Amos <laughs> ended up getting himself counted out. Yes, and the Profits got the win to advance in the Bronament. And after the match, AJ and Amos had a couple words. Amos walks out on AJ basically, and uh, AJ is just left in the ring, and he's like, "Man, that's a bummer." Riddle comes in as uh, as you know the the reporter here, mm-hmm. uh, and he asks for an interview. And uh, there's a bit of a back and forth. And AJ's like, "No, this is simple miscommunication between two of us." And he's like, "If you don't get that mic away from me, I'm gonna shove it up your ass or something like that." Yeah, yeah. I mean, AJ told Demos, "This is how the team works. You do what I say." Mm, yeah, it's probably not gonna go too well for AJ. If that's not really. Team. No, you never yeah. seem too pleased when I say that to you. You know, I've learned well, my vice lesson. Vice versa. <laughs> when I get that text, hey, this is how it works. This is the deal. Just, Do it. Yeah. I just send you back a, a picture of uh, Logan Roy or a gif of Logan Roy. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we had a Becky promo where she says, Liv's never been hotter and the crowd is totally behind her. She's the new bandwagon, but the real battle for Liv won't be in the ring. It'll be mental. No one really wants to see Liv uh, win. Says here the thing about this is you do well enough around here and they cheer you, but if you do too well, they turn on you. That's why Liv's in a perfect position, the underdog, but she's never going to get this title because I'm big time, Bex. Yep. Uh, then we, we're back with RK Bro backstage, and Riddle's telling Randy, oh, that was awesome. The crowd was on your every syllable. But I felt like about, because at the end of that segment, uh, Riddle throws to Orton. The previous oh, thing yeah, that says, right. Randy, you got anything to add? And Orton does a good job of really milking the moment. He yeah. picks up the mic and just says, nope. Yeah, crowd That's laughed it. audibly at that, at yeah. that one. Yeah. And then uh, he says, Randy, I felt like you left a little on the table. Uh, you know, we're, we're there to take the crowd on an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And Orton just tells Riddle, you know what? I think my broadcasting career is over for the time being. He gives him the blazer, tells him to have fun. And Riddle says, I won't let you down, Randy. Randy Enforcer here in the chat says that's how I feel when Steve texts me NX Steve at 7 p.m. Do it. <laughs> I'm usually pretty sure with it. I'm just I usually I mean to put like a question mark like NX Steve at 7 p.m. And it's usually like 6:40 when I'm doing this. Yeah, but, but instead uh, there's no there's no punctuation at the end, so it just seems like a it's statement. like yeah, 
It's like it's just a directive, you know. It's like I can't. What he doesn't know is I can't do it without him. Like it's just be boring as hell without the enforcer. So, anyways, uh, after that we had uh, Damian Priest open challenge, and his open challenger was Bob Rude, and this was a hell of a match here. And there was a moment right before Raw rolled on uh, when Rude threw Priest over the barricade, like deep into the into the crowd. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was going to be the moment when Priest snapped. Yeah, didn't no happen. snapping. You were wrong. Instead, Raw rolled on. In the end, though, uh, 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 Priest was able to get out of an attempt at a glorious DDT, hit his own reckoning for three. Really good match. And right after the match, as he uh, had his hand raised, Dolph came in and super kicked Priest right in the dome. Mm-hmm. And uh, Priest didn't look too happy about that. And uh, Dolph is uh, there hel- helping out Bob Rude. Yeah, he said, are you right, Big Bob? Okay, Big Bob should be the new U.S. champion. Former Uh, U.S. champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Roode is a former U.S. champion. Uh, After that, we had a really good match between Bianca Belair and Dewdrop. Bianca makes her her entrance, or she's in the process of. Dewdrop runs it up from behind, lays her out. Raw rolls on. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, commentary did a really good job of setting this matchup up as – Usually, Bianca Belair has a strength advantage in whatever bout she's in. Not this time. And so, the expectation is is Bianca Belair won't be able to, to to utilize her strength advantage. But then, at the very end, she basically has Dewdrop up for a KOD. And it's almost yeah. like Dewdrop didn't even expect that. She's holding on mm-hmm. the rope mm-hmm. to not eat it. Bianca, though, she's had her back worked over. She has to put her down. And then Dewdrop rolls out of the ring and just walks up the ramp, gets counted out. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. And she gets up to the ramp and she does the kiss my butt thing that Bianca mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. I really like Dewdrop in this role, and and mm-hmm. I think this is just a really solid feud away from titles. Just pretty simple, pretty effective, and but the way and they it's all build the Bianca getting that KOD on yeah. Dewdrop. The way they built this matchup, like it it just really worked. It really worked. That moment where she yeah, lifts totally. her, where Bianca lifts her up for that KOD, you're like, oh. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she could be able to hit this. Yeah. Yeah. Again, dude, all these matches, what if you put if you give them plenty of time and they put on a good match, there's not a lot to complain about, you know? know. It's just, the it's such Sorry, go it's ahead. an Finish. effective story because there's a lot of wrestling involved, you know? know? It's like it's it's a really simple effective story and if you play out the story in the ring, it's really good. Mhm. I know. I know if the story, if you have a story to tell in the ring and you give the match time it, with the level of talent they have on their roster, it'll be good. Yeah, it will be yeah, good. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. After that, we had one of these deals. Oh, Vince is in his office. Austin theory comes in. He's checking out his own biceps and uh, Vince is obsessing over the, how are you doing thing? Yeah. How are you doing? You got jock itch. Do you understand what I was saying? And I'm at home. Like, I don't fucking know what you're saying. So uh, Vince says, I want to put you in a, in a match tonight. And then Austin says, wow, yeah, tonight? No, that, that, that's great. And then I didn't catch this last bit. Vince said something about a surprise. He's so mumbly these days. Yeah, he is very, very mumbly these days. So Vince uh, asked theories like, well, did you expect to be in a match tonight? And right. Theory says, no. Or, and Vince says, well, are you surprised then? Theory says, yeah, I was. And then Vince just rolls his eyes at him and says, oh, man. Okay, that's what I, I, I don't. I guess because he didn't expect the unexpected. I guess. I guess so. That's so dumb. 
It is. It's not good. It's not good motivation. It's not. Uh, what was good was this Ms. TV segment. Didn't think I'd say that ever. Um, so, of course, his uh, guest was Edge. Uh, Ms. I'm sort of truncating this a little bit, but Ms. says Edge has basically gone mentally weak. Edge says, uh, you know, don't he says, you know, all the nice things you said about me last week makes you come off as soft. Basically, he says the rated R, the rated R superstar has lost his edge and edge is like, okay, that's terrible. But he says, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. And Miz says, I don't need your kindness now. I needed it back in 2006 when everyone said everything I did was wrong. When I was kicked out of the locker room, and you know, it wasn't because I was eating chicken in there. I was kicked out because I didn't fit the mold. I was treated like a peasant. He says, your kindness. I don't want it. I don't need it. Edge says, you're going to paint me with that brush. He says, you don't remember this, but it was in this arena when I pulled you aside back then and said you did have something and you would be just fine. And you brushed me off. He says, I went through the same thing seven years before you did. And if somebody pulled me aside, I would have listened. He said, the biggest difference was I didn't come through here and act like I was bigger than everyone else, that I was more famous than everyone else. He says, when I see a new face, I see an opportunity. I don't hold them down. He says, you need to look at yourself in the mirror. It'll tell you the same thing it did back in 2006. Yeah. Ooh. What is it? Was, there was the punctuation. The Miz, there. the Miz, you're an ass. Yeah, you're an ass. There you go. Oh, yeah. I didn't write that part down. Yeah. I think I just, my jaw dropped. Uh, uh, so Miz yeah. says, you know what? You're a hypocrite and you're vulnerable. 2022 is going to be the year of Miz, and I can't wait to beat you at January 1. I think he meant day one, but he said <laughs> at January 1. And uh, Edge says, well, that's a challenge you're on. But you know what? We're in Memphis. There's nothing between us. What do you say we do this now? Miz says, what do you want? You guys want to see this? And then he says, no. He says, you probably think it's because I'm scared, but I'm not. And then Edge, Mad Dog's Miz. And uh, Miz falls down. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a really effective segment. Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought so, too. Uh, then we got a Liv Morgan interview. Um, she's asked if she heard what Becky said earlier. She said yes. Uh, and she says, Becky, not entirely wrong. Um, Liv says, I did everything that Becky said. She's right. People are watching uh, me, and that scares Becky. It scares her because what she got wrong earlier was that everyone is watching because they do want me to uh, take the title. Uh, they believe there's a chance that things may not go Becky's way, and we all know she's used to getting what she wants. But tonight, uh, I'm going to do everything in my power to get what I want, and what I want is the Raw Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had the next match in the RK Baronament. It was the Mysterios versus the Alpha Academy. We had a Mysterios promo. Really didn't say much of anything besides they're going to move on and get the titles. Um, I thought this was pretty good. It was all just Dom and Gable. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gable was berating Dom for being green. And uh, he hit a killer uh, dragon screw leg whip yeah. on uh, on Dom. Yeah. And then he ends up missing a moonsault. Dom gets the roll up really deep for the win. Yeah. I thought this was really good. It was really, it was pretty short, but it was really good. It was good. And, and I liked the story. You mentioned Gable. Getting on Dom about being green. Got some. Are you are you infused with Tian Shaw? It felt like it for a second. I'm fine now. Uh, Gable's getting on Dom for being green, but Dom, like from a strategic standpoint, had a brilliant idea: keep Otis out of the match. Mm-hmm, yeah. And every yeah. time Gable would try to get a tag, Dom would get him away from his own corner. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Simple and things. Was- simple little stories like that. And he was showing aggression too, you know. Mm-hmm. He was like showing some personality in the ring, which has been sort of Dom's thing. We don't get to see that a lot. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I thought this was pretty solid. I hope at some point they eventually get to Dom turning on Ray, just because I, I'd like to. I'd love to see him. You know, go through some character arc. You know, know, go through go through some stuff. I think that I could be really good. I know, me too. Uh, um, afterwards, uh, yeah. Riddle hits the ring to try to interview Alpha Academy, and then Otis picks him up and is hitting the power slam. And while he's doing that, Riddle just keeps screaming, "I'm a journalist!" <laughs> it's pretty funny. It was pretty <laughs> that, funny. That is that is pretty good. Uh, we're back in uh, with Theory in Vince's office. And uh, Vince tells their theory's all ready to go. He's doing jumping jacks, and Vince tells him, hey, "I canceled your match." Uh, and Theory's like, "Oh, okay, all right." And he's like, "I want you to do something else to impress me." And so Theory, like, he says, "Oh, okay, I can do that." And he unzips his like uh, vest thing, vest, yeah, to sh- show off his abs, and he starts doing jumping jacks, doing you know with his abs out. And Vince is like, mm, "Stop! Stop! Stop it!" So Austin stops and he's like, do something else to impress me. Use your brain. So Austin, a little light bulb goes off and he leaves. Yeah. I did think it was pretty funny when Vince says, do something to impress me. He just shows off his abs and then does more jumping jacks and goes, I could do this all day. (laughs) Austin theory is pretty good. And I do, I do appreciate that they have definitely, this was the most, the way version of theory that I've Mm -hmm. seen. Mm -hmm. And I, and I appreciate that. Uh, And, and I think if they do, successfully fuse that with what we saw next there might be a good combo here it's just they really need to figure out this vince thing where it's going to go and and how it's going to benefit him yeah uh after that we had finn balor versus t-bar uh this is t-bar just sort of throwing finn balor around a lot uh t-bar tried to choke slam finn from the top finn shoves him off hits a coup de gras and after the met for the win after the match theory Attacks Finn Balor, mm-hmm. uh, hits his finish on him, and then takes a selfie. Mm-hmm. Takes that several. was impressing. It was impressing Vince McMahon. Yeah, he was he was hitting that button like it was a yeah, yeah shutter or whatever it's called. Uh, then we have Dana Brooke backstage. She's kind of looking over her shoulder because she's twenty four seven champion. And then both our truth and Tazawa kind of pop up, and they're like uns- They said they're like we have to check the rule book. I think to see if they could try to win the belt. Yeah, they're sort of uncertain on how the intergender stuff works yes. is the idea. Yeah. And then you see Reggie up and he spring and he does a big leap down from some storage containers and then he he's like not there to pin her. He's there to say, "Hey, I just wanted to, you know, talk about our conversation last week or something." And then Tamina comes rolling through and he, uh, Reggie stops her from yeah, prevents her from like, so Dana yeah. can get away. Uh, then we had a really good MVP, uh, Bobby Lashley interview. Uh, MVP says, we live in an era where people feel way too comfortable disrespecting other people because there are no consequences for those actions. He says, not so in the almighty era. Um, he says that means, uh, you, when you have the gall, oh, sorry. That means when you have the gall, uh, to have a WWE title match without even mentioning Lashley's name, that's disrespectful. And those are the consequences. What we saw earlier tonight. And then Lashley says when you disrespect me that's what happens and then he and mvp mm-hmm. leave it was mm-hmm. it, it it was efficient they got the point across yeah. and yeah. they got it across really well yeah Especially. yeah i do i i that's one thing that i'm really starting to appreciate about raw is that there isn't that what you know we do get the best of both things like on smackdown you've got the one dominant champion it's like oh man who's going to take this guy down over on raw that's on smackdown over on raw 
you've got any number of A-list players that can mix it up, but they're all sort of on the same level. So you get sort of the best with both worlds on both shows if they both are effective with what they're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, after that, we had a really good Liv Morgan video package. Just telling her backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, production is the one thing that WWE does really, really well when they really put their effort into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It wasn't just like a recap package or everything that happened. It's like now they're really building up Liv Morgan here. She feels like a special, you know, competitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had that match, and it was it was really really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, Becky was wearing uh, some old uh, gear. Like uh, was she wore at WrestleMania thirty five? Yeah, I think so. It was like the old black and yellow um, yeah. inspired by the Bruce Lee uh, Game of Death, I think. It was, mm-hmm. was it mm-hmm. called the Game of Death? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. so. She hasn't worn that since she's come back, I don't think. I don't think she has, no. She's been a bit more Seth-ish mm-hmm. with that. Um, and uh, Liv, early on the match, goes for her finisher a couple times, and Becky has an answer for that, avoids it. Uh, eventually, Liv hit to Hurricane Rana, and Becky centered the apron. And then hits like a slingshot double stomp mm-hmm. onto Becky, kicks her a few times um, in the the lower back, goes to the top rope, hits a missile drop kick that gets her a two. Uh, Liv locks on the rings of Saturn. Uh, Lynch rolls her up. Liv kicks out. Becky goes right into a disarmor. Liv gets to the bottom rope, and then Becky goes for a manhandle slam. Liv reverses that into a roll up, but then Becky reverses that into a roll up of her own. I always like how Becky does this. She'll get the the roll up, whatever. And she'll look at the ref, mm-hmm. make sure he's in position to not see or grab the rope, and then she grabs the rope. It's not just roll up, grab the rope, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a little detail that I noticed that she does that I appreciate. Yeah, no, yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah, I forget. Yeah, people on chat are saying it was inspired by Kill Bill, but the Kill Bill uniforms, or the Kill Bill outfit was inspired by uh, Game of Death, but it's yeah. probably popped in more of a Kill Bill thing. <clears throat> I'm too, I'm old. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> the original source material. Tarantino was inspired by clearly Game of Death. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, and Liv Morgan left in the ring. Uh, pretty sad. Yes. So uh, she said. Yeah, well, she was in the ring, and, and she said to Becky, "It's not over yet." Yeah. Hopefully, this is a learn and not just a loss. For well, I mean, it's either a loss or a learn. You know. Oh, does it have to be one or the other? Yeah, because it's, 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 it's you know you don't believe in wins and losses. It's definitely a loss, though. Yeah, but it's it's not a loss if you learn something from it because you're still gaining something from it. If you, yeah, but if you it's still like reflected on cage match as a as a loss. Well, by as an L. Yeah, it says an L. L Which means mean anything you want it to be. Well, learns. They specifically refer to it as a loss, but we can we can agree to disagree. It's open. It. It's open to interpretation. I think it's just an L. It's an L up there. Yeah, learns, yeah. wins learns. and learns. Okay, well you know. There you go. <laughs> Jokester says Steve reads Shakespeare. That's his source material. I can assure you I do not. <laughs> Steve is well versed in, uh, in Greek tragedies. Yeah, the closest I get to Shakespeare these days is uh, when Q quotes it to Picard on the uh, Pluto <laughs> TV Star Trek Next Generation reruns. <laughs> Enforcer says the L is for Ligma. <laughs> I don't believe in wins and losses. I believe in wins and Ligma. What's Ligma? Ligma bowls. All right, let's go ahead and answer some questions here. Oh, man. I have a thread here on the Patreon. If you can't make the show, you can always ask us a question over on the Patreon. Patreon.com. Uh, EV says wins and learns, and Finn must be a scholar. 
Ouch. Yeah, he's racking up those learns lately. Ouch. Uh, let's see here. David Matushek says, do you think that WWE should cancel more shows based on what kind of holiday falls in December? I mean, like uh, live events? Maybe. I, I don't know what that means. I know oh. they should not be. What? Go ahead. Uh, is is like the TLC pay per view? Because that was going to be in December, and then they canceled it. Um. Well, then that I guess answers his question. Yes, they should, and they did. Fewer pay per views is generally the answer. I agree. I agree absolutely. I'm I'm not huge on day one to be honest with you. Is it because you don't want to work on New Year's Day? Yep. All right. I mean, I ain't doing shit else, but I don't really want to be working. We're gonna just gonna we're gonna do like a watch along, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And review it the we'll next review day. Review it on shit. Monday. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. This is good. Red Hand John says, "Which wrestler do you think would look like a doofus with no hair?" Take away somebody's hair, who would look like a doofus? I'm. I'm. This isn't exactly an answer to that question, but you read the the stuff about Elias apparently like. Shave or cutting his hair. Oh, that I didn't hear. No, I thought I saw that somewhere. Oh, wow. I, he cut his hair. Yeah. I could see him looking like a doofus. Maybe I think Adam Cole probably would have looked like a doofus if he cut his hair. I think he looks great with long hair. Um. Oh, here we go. Don Wagner says, as it is going around Twitter, create a wrestling stable Using a wrestler for each letter of your first name. This is oh. great. Oh, three a three person faction. Perfect. Oh, and yes. Yeah, and. Uh, are we going all time or just current wrestlers? Um. Let's do current wrestlers. Okay, current wrestlers. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh wow! Immediately, mine's great. Um. I'm going to go Ace Austin, Nick okay. Jackson. Okay. And Oh, they fit they they fit pretty well together. Yeah. Dante Martin. Um that's a pretty good crew right there. I like that crew. Uh okay, so I've got I've got Seth Rollins, T-Bar, I mean, who's a wrestler name starts with E? What's the the new the new guy in NXT? Oh yeah, um, Enofe is his last name. Mm-hmm. Is, it Idr- is it Idris? No. Yeah, yeah it Idris? is Idris. Yeah, Enofe. Uh, I need a wrestler. His name starts with V. Veer. Oh, Veer. <laughs> I'm going with Veer. He just froze, but I'm going with Veer. I said Veer. And then I know that I need another wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> I did say Veer. Early, oh, earlier you were cutting out like a mofo, but you were talking the entire time. Yeah, I saw So like it's gonna that. be fine on your yeah. on your yeah, end. It is, it is. That's why um, I saw it in chat and I was like, I'm gonna keep going because Veer and I need one more that starts with uh Oh pff, yeah, Eddie Kingston. Man, look at this crew. Seth, T-Bar, Enofe, Veer, and Eddie Kingston. That's a motley crew. 
That's good. I like that. Uh, White Brownie wants us to predict the final four for the men and women's rumbles. Um, Brock. Brock. I'm going to say Drew McIntyre. Brock, Drew, Lashley. I'm going to go... Uh, just I'm gonna Brock, <laughs> Drew, Lashley, and Austin Theory. How great would this be? Brock, Drew, Lashley, Sami Zayn. That's Three absolute monsters, and uh, one of them is Sami's best friend, Brock Lesnar. There needs uh, to be some Brock Sami interaction in the Rumble. Oh, we need a lot more between now and WrestleMania. We do. Uh, women's Rumble. Let's do Bianca, Bailey, Sasha, I'm not going to say Liv because that would pit people Liv against Bianca. I don't think you should do that. I'm going to go. Oh, do drop. Okay, that's good. That'd be that'd be a good solid good. four right there. That's good. Pop Punk Bob Ross says, "What chance do you give Liv Morgan to win the women's title or a women's title in 2022?" It sort of I think depends on the next couple of months how like if they want to like really invest in her or not. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I think the fact that they made last night such a big deal is probably uh, uh, makes me optimistic. Um, but uh, but I don't know. I don't. I, I really don't know. I'd say it's like I don't know, forty sixty. She for like forty percent. She does sixty percent. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's about right. Uh, the real Chesnut. What line of commentary do you hate the most? Triple Threat Champ does not need to be pinned to lose. Is getting there for me? Is there like a commentary trope that you've grown tired of? You know what? I'm okay with that simply because you know people might be new watching wrestling. They might not know. Although, why wouldn't they? <laughs> Seems pretty obvious. You got three people if the champion isn't pinned, but somebody else pinned, like somebody else wins. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love Raw Rolls On. Concert Crap says Raw Rolls On. That's my oh, favorite. yeah, I like that one. Uh, uh, I guess it'd be for championship contender matches. When they say they might be in line for a title shot, if they because it's so nebulous, it's like, it what? Is. Why are you even? Why are you doing that? Oh, this is a good question. Tally Bear sub on a 10 month streak. Thank you very much. But Thank Jokester you. B says, which wrestler is most likely to become friends with Larson? Like all the wrestlers, and we have some, so we're already friends with two of them Simon Miller, Cal Jack. And we might be, are we friends with another one? I mean, we're like Twitch friends with Chugs. <laughs> well, Colt. Uh, a Colt? Yeah, I, I'd say we're friends with Colt. I think if he saw us together walking around at a wrestling convention, he'd, A, speaking of which, do you see the collective is putting on this big saw World's that. Fair of Wrestling thing? That. Dallas, are you any, any interest in doing Dallas in April? Well, we'll see what the world's like then, and then we can have that conversation. All right. All right. Yeah, I saw that this morning. That looked pretty neat. I know, man. 
Um, yeah, we should reach out and just see if there's interest in a podcast. Like, hey, we're a, we're a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're the only pro wrestling podcast anybody needs to listen to. So I'm assuming you're going to invite us, right? <laughs> 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 it's in our it's in our phrasing. Um. Yeah. Anyways, uh, any idea on what wrestler you'd become friends with? Maybe I flatter myself, but I feel like myself and Kevin Owens would probably hit it off pretty well. Yeah, no, but like likely scenarios. Oh, likely scenarios. Yeah, likely scenarios. Hey, speaking of which, Zondo Zondo here just says Bray out of nowhere. I think I read that Bray's movie project uh-huh. is an adaptation of Ed Piscor's uh, Red Room. You know Ed Piscor. He's the guy who did the, yeah, yeah. the hip-hop family tree thing. Yeah, yeah. He's got it's on uh, the YouTube channel is the cartoonist kayfabe one and he's been he's been like you know pushing it endlessly for like a year now yeah and it's like a really fucked up uh, I don't know it's like they're big into outlaw comics over there which is like underground sort of really gory stuff so it's like I don't know people with fucked up clown masks and stuff like that but I was like holy shit like I actually know about that project mm-hmm. and uh, and from what I understand the dude that Bray's working with. I think his name is Jason Baker mm-hmm. was talking about working on an adaptation of red room, huh. which is probably what Bray is going to be working on. That's interesting. That'd be awesome. Hmm. So it's very fun, cool. It's fun shit to talk about. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So come on. We need an answer. What's the well, rest? I mean, what do you mean by likely? Like someone that I don't that fucking know from the area. I don't know. What yeah, you mean by I, that. Sure. We go to Dallas. You meet somebody. Like, hey, my, my, my new best friend. And it is the wrestler. Uh, Why can't it be Kevin Owens? He might be doing a GCW show by then. That's very fine. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Larson, I like your style. You like Disney? My kids like Disney. Yeah, Disney's all right, Kevin. I can do Disney. Anyways, Von Wagner. Yeah, can we be friends with Von Wagner? Sorry, Vaughn, I don't like carrying tree branches up a hill. Vaughn, let's talk about Come Tuesday. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.